This is an encore broadcast of Streams in the Desert Live. I believe that we are living in the days John wrote about. The end times are upon us, and of that there is no doubt. Get your mind out of the world, take your Bible off the shelf, read the book of Revelations for yourself. Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, February 3rd, 2021, for the Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast, coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is 2021, the year of the unknown, part two. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne and we bow down spiritually speaking. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, all that you've yet to do. We ask that the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit permeate the airwaves uh, today and go around the world with the word that you have prepared and ordained for such a time as this, Lord God. Lord Jesus, thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary that I may have eternal life you in the time that is yet to come. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we open the 14th year of Streams in the Desert Live broadcast here in the year 2021, let me begin by saying happy, healthy, blessed 2021 to all of our newcomers as well as to our ongoing faithful listeners from around the world. It is so nice to once again be live here with you all today. As we open this season in the Lord, I will begin by putting all in remembrance of the mandate as given to me by the Holy Spirit of the one and only true and living God for the new year of 2021, as I have been blessed to do over the past 18 years. 
The mandate from the mouth of the one and only true and living God to the ears of all mankind for this year is that the year 2021 is the year of the unknown part two. And from what we have thus far seen of this new year, it is every bit of that. As I come to you this third day of February 2021, there are many things, my friends, taking place in our world, not to mention right here in the United States of America. On one hand, we have a new thing, if you will, taking place in the White House, and many are in hopes that the U.S. military truly are in control and that we will soon see President Trump back at the helm. But as it stands now, we are very much in a state of suspended animation, just waiting for the other shoe to drop, so to speak, here in the natural. But in the spirit, at this point in time, my friends, I am getting a very different message. The very quiet message that I am getting from the small, still voice of the Holy Spirit of the one and only true and living God of heaven is to be ready, ever watching, waiting, And praying not only for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ in what is known as the rapture of his bride, a.k.a. the catching away of the saints, or in other words, the church, but at the same time, we are being nudged and prompted to be very vigilant and alert, both in the physical and the spiritual realm, For there is much chaos, confusion, deception, misinformation, and propaganda being flung our way by Satan and his change agents who operate on every level of life in this present world here at 11.59 and split seconds just before the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, 2020 was a spiritually pivotal year and has brought us to where one writer for CharismaNews.com, Lewis Posthauer, uh, speaks of concerning a word from the Lord that he received January 30th, 2021, in which the Lord God warns us to guard our hearts above all things. The title of this piece is Prophetic Word. The Lord says one woe is past and two more are coming. Mr. Uh, Posthauer states that this is this word Uh, This is the word that I have been hearing from the Lord. One woe is past. Behold, two more are coming. The first woe afflicted, afflicted the body, and the second will afflict the soul, and the third will afflict the spirit. He further states that the first woe has shaken the foundation that which can be of that which can be seen. The second will shake the foundation of men's minds. The third will shake the foundation of men's relationship to their God. 
The words of the Lord in this message continue by stating, do not be like the foolish man who built his all on the sandy foundations, for the woes will weigh like a flood what is not built upon the rock. The one who has built his foundation of life upon my word, says the Lord, in body, soul, and spirit, will stand after these woes have passed. These are the times of purification of my church, my bride, to become a shining light in the darkness ahead. Mr. Post Hauer then states, a year ago when I saw the, sought the Lord for the upcoming year of 2020, I did not know or expect such a word which would soon after be manifest to the whole world. Lewis then says, as 2020 unfolded, the results of the pandemic transformed what was considered normal in the daily affairs of men and mankind. He then adds, in particular, the impact on the body of Christ has been both encouraging and fearful. On one hand, says Mr. Post-Hauer, the church, a.k.a. active believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, have been emboldened and courageously adapted to finding new avenues to reach the lost, and to restore dropout believers to their community. On the other hand, he says, the increase of total numbers of dropouts from the church has exploded. 30 to 60 percent of formerly active church attendees are now dropouts from the church gathering. He continues by sharing that these added to the pre-pandemic stats that found four out of seven believers were churched outs had increased the total number of dropouts in the U.S. to either five or six out of every seven believers. He then states, let us put it another way. Today in the U.S., 71 to 85 percent of believers who profess Christ are absent from any meaningful relationship to the local church, the body of Christ. He further points out, indeed, believers around the world are being tested in their faith. Some are persevering and coming closer to Jesus. Many are not. Lewis then shares on January 1st, 2021, I came before the Lord as before. However, for a few months prior, in late 2020, I have had the beginnings of the word that came to me already embedded in my spirit. Quote, one woe is come, behold, two are yet to come. The first afflicted the body the second will afflict the soul, the third will afflict the spirit. Mr. Posthauer <clears throat> states on this first day of 2021, the word of revelation at the beginning of this essay came forth. I do not claim to totally understand 
to understand it, he says, but in my meditations, here is what I sense. Number one, as has become apparent now, the first woe has drastically impacted the physical world and body in many ways. Death, sickness, isolation, disruption at home and work and social life. Many things have been noted about the current and even yet unknown effects of this current woe. However, says Lewis, this is sure. From the perspective of the body of Christ, every believer is being tested. He then asks, what do you believe? How then shall you live? He then goes on to say, this too is sure. The purification of believers' hearts is underway. He then goes on to ask, but if indeed another woe is coming, one that will afflict the soul, this. He says, the soul, the intellect, will, and emotions is on a different level than the physical world and body. He then shares, having already seen the pandemic affecting some people's emotions and will, what would a woe that specifically afflicts the mind of man look like? Many may speculate on the what, but if but it is apparent that the impact of such a second woe may include some or all of these effects on men. Intellect, in other words, knowledge. The disintegration and exposure of so-called knowledge or truth that men hold to will be proven false and deceptive. This false knowledge has been used to build false foundations for men to live and abide by in every sphere of life. There are literally thousands of these false beliefs around the world. When believers live and abide by such worldly knowledge or standards rather than kingdom truths, their foundation will fail in the coming second woe. Will. Man's determination or will to abide by his conscience and what he innately knows is good to love God and men will severely be tested. Under such a woe, the I in man will either decrease or increase. The corrupt will in a man will say, I will ascend to heaven or safety, to the heights uh, to make myself like God. I will do in all things what is best for me and what I desire is how I will judge. The will in a man submitted to God will say, I will humbly seek his will. In other words, the Lord God's will for my life. And I will not try to save my life at all cost, but I will lose it in order that God may be glorified in all things. When believers continue to live by the corrupted self-centered 
self-centered will of men, rather than abide humbly in the will of God, their foundation will fail in the coming second woe. Emotions. The varied emotions of men, love, hate, anger, fear, resentment, compassion, will rise to the forefront to lead or drive men to action. Many unredeemed men and even believers are driven by their emotions. However, man was never designed to be led by emotions, says Mr. Posthauer. Just look at Proverbs chapter 25, verse 8, which states, verse 28, which states, He that has no rule over his spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Lewis then says, The coming woe will greatly test the self-control of men. He continues by then stating, when believers continue to allow emotions to dictate their actions rather than exercising God-given self-control, their foundation will fail in the coming second woe. Finally, Mr. Posthauer asks what, uh, asked, but asks, but what of the third woe? the woe that will afflict the spirit of man, that will shake the foundation of their relationship with God. Here he reiterates once again, the what of such a woe is probably unknowable in advance. However, the characteristics of the spirit of a man may give insight into potential effects. He then goes on to share, since God is spirit and those who truly worship him must do so in spirit and truth, we know that the communication God and man have is spirit to spirit and the spirit communicates through faith, hope, and love. These three are the essence of the very life of the spirit of a believer. Without these, a believer is not. He is simply an unredeemed man. When believers let go of faith in God, hope in his salvation and goodness and love for his fellow man, rather than pursuing faith, hope and love, their foundations will fail in the, la in the last woe. The Lord's word on this matter, as given to Mr. Posthauer, uh, is as follows. The safety of the believer in my body, the body of Christ, my church, the rebellious, the safety of the believer is in my body, the body of Christ, my church, the rebellious one who remains outside will fail, and great will be their fall. Lewis then shares, the move of God's spirit is underway dramatically since the beginning of the decade of 2020. The purpose uh, is clear, to conform every believer to the image of Jesus himself. See Romans chapter 8, verse 29, which states, 
for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Lewis then asks his readers, can you imagine Across the world, billions of brightly shining points of spiritual light shining into the lives of those in darkness. He then states, it is coming. Mr. Post Tower moves to close his 2021 word from the Lord God with this. So, in this season and through the decade, the answers to these questions are being formulated by the Spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, my friends, because it is accentuated with a capital S. In each believer, he says, which are, what do you believe? How then shall you live? Lewis ends his piece with this. May he, in regards to the Lord God, find the answers he desires in us, as this season progresses. And on that simply mesmerizing and thoroughly thought-provoking note, my friends, I will be right back after the break so that we may continue our trek through 2021, the year of the unknown, part two.
Yes, my friends, those that wait upon the Lord, he gives us the power and strength through the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit to maintain and move forward victoriously. And that's what I want us to do here in 2021. Okay, now, my friends, as we move into the second half of our show for today, I am sure, especially in the last year, you have heard it said that we here in the world since the beginning of 2020 are in a battle between good and evil for the very hearts, minds, and souls of mankind of which Mr. Posthauer mentions in his prophetic word from the Lord God concerning 2021. At the same time, I am very sorry to have to report that Satan, unlike most of mankind that are now walking around on the face of this planet called A, knows that his time is ultimately short in the gathering together of as many souls as he can to join him in the lake of that burns with fire and brimstone for all eternity. My friends, we truly are at 11.59 and split seconds away from the imminent return of the one and only Savior of the world who is none other than Jesus Christ. And it seems as though since the onset of the so-called pandemic, which began in early 2020, most of the people walking around here on earth have succumbed to a mindless wonder mentality, allowing others to think and make their decisions for them in the natural. As we move into the time of the second woe, and then on into the third that Mr. Posthauer spoke of, it for believers in the Lord Jesus Christ will become a more intense time. We as Christians will learn to lean more and more on our faith, which must be firmly planted in the Lord Jesus Christ and our ability that will come more and more from the indwelling power, working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. Some of you may recall that last year when the wearing of masks went into effect, that I said that one day in the not-so-far-flung future, as Christians, we may have to do some things that we will not like, which is exactly the pattern that the children of Judah had to follow by a mandate from the Lord God when they were being taken captive by the Babylonians under the rule of King Nebuchadnezzar. 
What I mean is that as it is, as it now stands here in America, we have in essence been taken captive by a profane government. And as Christians, we are now going to need to, more than ever before, to stand on our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And our ability, as I stated before, is going to need to be provided more than ever by way of the indwelling power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. The Lord God, in the last four years, gave America the chance as a people and a nation to turn from their wicked ways, or shall we say sins, back to him. But the results thus far for most has been quite the opposite. People for the most part have turned and moved farther away from the Lord God than ever before. Of which there again, Mr. Postower as well mentioned in his piece. So, now the Lord God, for the time being, has allowed the stopwatch that he put on pause four years ago to begin to tick down once again. Which means that as mankind, not only in the USA, but around the world, chooses not to make the Lord Jesus Christ the Lord, Master, only Savior, soon coming King and Messiah of their life, the world at large will continue its move to the end of time as we have known it. My friends, we are about to see a move of God such as has not been seen since the time of the beginning of the church spoken of in Acts. We are about to see an outpouring of God's Holy Spirit by way of signs, wonders, and miracles not seen to date. As the days grow darker, the light of the Lord Jesus Christ seen in the lives of his followers will grow brighter and brighter. For we are headed to the time of the great harvest of souls of mankind for the Lord Jesus Christ. But at the same time, we are as well already in the midst of a great falling away of souls that will not make heaven, but will burn in the lake of fire with Satan, his antichrist beast, false prophet, his evil angels, demons, and all who chose not eternal life in the Lord Jesus Christ while they walked upon the face of this planet called earth, but chose instead eternal damnation, death, and destruction by putting their faith in Satan's plan instead of God's plan. My friends, the goal for every believer in the Lord Jesus Christ for this year of 2021 should be to see as many souls brought into the kingdom of God as possible. For just as Satan's time is short to bring death and destruction, our time to see the souls of mankind brought into the eternal kingdom of God is even shorter. This is why we must remember the words of God that say that today is the day of salvation. My friends, we are seeing people leave this earth in numbers and in ways that are boggling to the natural mind of men. 
And for each soul leaving this planet called Earth, they are either stepping out of time into the eternal arms of the Lord Jesus Christ or will remain dead in the grave awaiting the call to the final judgment day of God to forever be cast into the lake of fire for all eternity. My friends, here are some of the best scriptures you could ever share with someone who is searching for a personal relationship with the one and only true Savior of the world, who is none other than Jesus Christ. In John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, Jesus himself tells us, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It says might be saved, my friends, is because the actual uh, will as to that being done is up to you. You have a free will to choose the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and receive the eternal life that he paid for with his blood upon the cross of Calvary. Or you can choose Satan's plan and end up in the lake of fire for all eternity with him. Continuing on, the word of God says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But listen, my friends, he that believeth not on the Lord Jesus Christ, in other words, the word of God says, is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Then moving on into John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6, Jesus once again reminds us to let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, says Jesus. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, Jesus said, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I, Jesus said, will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, Jesus said, there ye may be also. And whither I go, Jesus said, ye know, and the way, which means method, my friends, ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way or the method? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, did you hear me, my friends? No man comes unto the Father except by me, says Jesus. And is the very reason, my friends, that Jesus is then found in Revelation chapter 3, verses 20 through 22, giving all who will come this invitation. When he begins by stating, behold, I stand at the door. That door, my friends, is the door of your heart. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door of your heart, my friends, I, Jesus said, will come in to him 
and will sup with him, and he with me. To him that overcometh will I, Jesus said, grant to sit with me in my throne. My friends, this phrase means Jesus is saying that he will hand his power down to us. He says, I will grant he to him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me in my throne or power. In other words, even as I also overcame, Jesus said, and am set down with my father in his throne or power, my friends. Jesus ends this set of scriptures by saying, he that has an ear, which means a spiritual ear to hear those things which are only caught by way of the Holy Spirit and in the Spirit. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit, with a capital S, meaning the Holy Spirit, saith unto the churches. Moving forward, this brings us to the reason that we find recorded in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, what will befall all who chose not or choose not eternal life in the Lord Jesus Christ, but who chose or choose death by following the ways of Satan and is spoken by the mouth of John the Revelator under the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit as seen in the vision of the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ for all mankind to see, know, and hear when John begins by stating, quote, I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, and from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead which were judged, and the dead were judged, out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. My friends, let us read that one more time. John said, I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God and the books. You notice it says books, B-O-O-K-S, which are the volumes and volumes and endless volumes of names written that did not choose eternal life in the Lord Jesus Christ. And another book was open, which is the book of life, which is where names of those that are faithful unto the Lord Jesus Christ are stated and recorded. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to what? According to their works. We do not get to heaven by works my friends, we get to heaven by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who already did the work upon the cross of Calvary through the shedding of his precious and holy blood and being raised from the dead afterwards through his death, burial, and resurrection is how we spiritually get to heaven, my friends, believing that he is the only Savior and that he took our place upon the cross of Calvary. We do not get to heaven by being judged by our works, but by the works of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the only way you can do that is if you belong to him. Because when the Lord God looks at someone who has 
been received into the family of God by way of a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. He doesn't see your sin, my friends. He cannot look upon sin. He sees the precious and holy shed blood of his one and only begotten son covering you that you may enter into the kingdom for all eternity. It says, and the sea, it says, um, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to what? To their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. My friends, you die physically, but then you die spiritually when you are forever separated from the Lord Jesus Christ, from God, from the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, from all who ever tried to tell you that you needed a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, that is the second death, to forever be cast into the lake of fire with Satan and all those who follow him. And the word of God bears it out when it says, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life, which is where your name goes when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. It is a scene and a vision that is yet to come, my friends, that uh, John the Revelator, John the Beloved of the Lord Jesus Christ has already seen, and it is one day soon and very soon to take place. And it is the second death to be not found written in the book of life but to forever be cast into the lake of fire because you followed Satan and not the Lord Jesus Christ in this present life. And last, but in no way least, my friends, this brings us to the very reason that the Apostle Paul, by way of God's Holy Spirit, in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, was given the honor of pinning these timeless words of truth and promise of salvation through the name, word, and blood of the one and only begotten Son of the one and only true and living God, whose name is Jesus Christ if followed, and comes directly to us by way of the very throne of God when Paul begins by stating, through the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, that if thou or you shall confess with thy or your mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart or your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou or you, my friends, shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, I like to say right living in the Lord Jesus Christ, my friends, and the word of God goes on to say, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, which means your way of escape, which comes through the precious and holy shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that has already been paid upon the cross of Calvary 2,000 years ago for you and me, my friends. 
For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Who is he? He's Jesus Christ, my friends. For the word of God says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. My friends, the name of the Lord is Jesus the Christ, the anointed one of God, who came to take away the sins of the world, who would choose him rather than the ways of Satan. My friends, the next major event to take place on God's prophetic timeline is the rapture of the church, which translates to all followers of the Lord Jesus Christ worldwide who are ready, watching, praying, and waiting for his imminent return being removed from the time of great tribulation, a.k.a. or also known as the time of the open rule and reign of Satan's Antichrist beast, false prophet, and the mandatory implementation of the Mark of the Beast system worldwide. Not to mention the time of the outpouring, and may I say the simultaneously time of the outpouring of God's wrath, as well as the time of Jacob's or Israel's trouble. The only question now, my friends, to be answered here today is, will you be ready when the Lord Jesus calls, either through death or the rapture of the waiting bride of the Lord Jesus Christ? My friends, We live in a world that really needs to set up and take notice of the following scriptures found in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, spoken by the Lord Jesus Christ himself, which are as follows. Please listen closely, for these words are for us all. Enter ye in. At the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Jesus said, Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. My friends, It is high time and way past time to decide what voice you are going to listen to in this present world. Will it be the voice of men who are propelled by the plan of Satan? Or will it be the small, still voice of the Lord God's Holy Spirit wooing you to come in to a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, our time is growing ever short, uh, ever shorter, day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, our time is getting shorter. 
And soon the Lord Jesus Christ will break the eastern sky. And when he does, my friends, not all the world will see at this time. They will see him. Every eye shall see him at his second coming. But my friends, his second coming is not until after the finish, after the finishing of the seven years of tribulation, when he comes to put Satan under his feet and begin his millennial or thousand year reign of peace here upon the earth. My friends, You want to be ready, watching, and ever waiting, looking up for your redemption draweth nigh. The Lord Jesus Christ is coming soon. He's coming in the unexpected return that the world at large is not expecting. Only those who belong to the Lord Jesus Christ at his appearing in the eastern sky on that day and hour, which only the Lord God knows, will be for those who have made themselves ready, who are following the precepts of the Lord God and the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, we must be walking with the Lord Jesus Christ actively. We must know God's word, we must know it well, and we must know it correctly for ourselves. Today is the day of salvation, says the word of God, my friends. Tomorrow may be too late for you. Today, while it is still called today, is the day that you need to seek the Lord God and and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working, and anointing of his Holy Spirit, my friends, which is the way that we are lifted up off this earth. It is the way that the Lord Jesus Christ raised Lazarus from the dead. It is the way that the Lord Jesus Christ himself was lifted up off this earth after his death, burial, and resurrection. It is through the power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit that it is done. And it is a big piece of today's Christianity that is missing. A lot of people think you can just say a prayer and go on about your life just the way you did the minutes before that you said the prayer. It is not true, my friends. You have to make a turn in your heart and and you have to consciously decide to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to confess him to the world. You have to tell people that the Lord Jesus Christ is your only Savior and that you uh, also have sought the Lord God for the indwelling power, working, and anointing of his Holy Spirit. My friends, many people think that it's not for today. Some even think that it's of the devil. Well, then tell it to God on Judgment Day because it's in his very word, and it begins in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, and continues here in Acts chapter 19 verses 1 through 6 which makes it very clear that it is for all believers and that it is needed so that you will be able to operate in the darkness that is about to veil this present world which will only be possible through the power working and anointing, the indwelling power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit through the believers that the Lord has called for such a time as this. In Acts chapter 19, verses 1 through 6, it stated, And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, 
Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since you believed? In other words, have you been filled with the indwelling power, the overflowing uh, with God's Holy Ghost since you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ? And he says, He said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether they be any Holy Ghost. It sounds like a carbon copy of what's going on in the very world today. The church is, for the most part, not walking in the power, working in anointing of God's Holy Spirit. So therefore, my friends, I hate to tell you, when you're not walking in the power, working in anointing of God's Holy Spirit, you are not part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, because he said that those who walk in him will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall cast out demons and the person will recover from the things that have come upon them. We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, unto John's, John's baptism. Then said Paul, listen closely, my friends. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, who is Jesus Christ, my friends, which should come after him, who was John, speaking the word. That is on Christ Jesus then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid, had laid hands uh, upon them, the Holy Ghost came upon them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. My friends, you cannot lay hands on the sick and have them recover. You cannot prophesy. You cannot cast out demons in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can do nothing aside from the Holy Spirit because it is not you doing it. It is the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit that does the work. And my friends, it is highly needed in the lives of the believers that now walk here in the uh, last moments uh, in the closing of this church age, because you're going to need the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, such as never before in the days and in the woes that are still yet to come. And in that case, my friends, if today you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can do so. It's the first step in receiving the indwelling power, working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. You must be a child of the Lord Jesus Christ before you can ever receive the indwelling power, working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. So today, while it is still called today, and it's the day of salvation, my friends, as I call you out by the power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. Receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Bow before the Lord today. Receive him in your heart and begin to walk 
in the power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit once you have received the Lord Jesus Christ and then ask the Lord God to baptize you in the power, working, and anointing, the indwelling power, working, and anointing of his Holy Spirit, that in the time to come, and even this very day, if the Lord so chooses, that you would be able to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, that a person could even be raised from the dead if God so chose as has been recorded in the Bible in the past, my friends, and is on the way for the day that is yet ahead of us. My friends, today is the day of salvation. If you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your only Savior, your soon-coming King and Messiah, your Master, my friends, here is your opportunity. Just ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins. Tell the Lord Jesus Christ that you know that you're a sinner in need of a Savior. He wants to hear it, my friends. And then when he sees your heart is broken and contrite in spirit, that you are truly sincere in the words that you speak, he will bring you in to the eternal family of God. And then you will be able to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit, that you will be powerful in the Lord for the time to come. And in this hour in which we now live in, my friends, as well. With that said, today, if you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, please pray this prayer with me, not from your head, but from your spirit, from your heart, my friends. He knows the end from the beginning. We serve a God that knows the end from the beginning. He knows whether you are speaking truth or lies. So today, as you come before him and bow down, come with a broken and contrite heart and spirit, open, ready to be received of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you may be filled with the power working and anointing of God's indwelling power, anointing uh, and working of his Holy Spirit. I'm just so excited. So right now, let us pray. Pray these words with me out loud and receive the Lord Jesus Christ today and begin to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for yourself by beginning in the book of John and read, therefore, who Jesus is, why he came and what he means to us and for the time that is yet to come. With that said, my friends, please repeat this prayer with me from the depths of your heart and spirit. Dear Lord God, I humbly come this third day of February 2021 to bow before your throne to say thank you for sending your one and only begotten son who is Jesus Christ and who is the one that took my place upon the cross of Calvary. I thank you for this great gift, Lord God. There is no one else that could ever provide eternal life the way your one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ, has for not only me, but for anyone who calls upon his name and serves him in this present world. And I thank you for that gift, Lord God. Lord Jesus, I come humbly and bow down before your throne spiritually speaking, and I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would forgive me of my sins. I know that I am a 
sinner in need of a Savior. Lord Jesus, I know that you went to the cross of Calvary, that you shed your precious and holy blood for me, that you died, and that the Lord God, your Father, raised you from the dead. And when he did, you had me on your mind because you had the keys to death and hell and you hold the keys to eternal life. And I can be a partaker of that if I so choose to. And I ask you now, Lord Jesus, to please forgive me of my sins and receive me into the eternal kingdom uh, and family of God. And Holy Spirit, I ask this day that you would have your way in my life and that you would guide me and lead me into all truth and righteousness and bring all things to my remembrance that I have need of. Help me to know God's word know it well and know it correctly for myself and that I be glorious and victorious and powerful in the power working and anointing of the indwelling power of God's Holy Spirit in the days that are yet to come. In Jesus' name. I thank you for receiving me now into the family of God, for I know that you are faithful and true to do that which you have promised. And I know this day you have made me your child. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray, amen and amen. Well, my friends, everything has been said, and all I know is it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee his shalom or peace. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. I believe that we are living in the days John wrote about. The end times are upon us and a Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?